0: Welcome to the Guardrail Podcast, where I don't know anything about anything, but God is definitely doing something, and we're here to talk about it. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm Episode 5. Episode 5, folks. You should have been subscribed by now. Oh my god. Yes. You should have liked it. Should have liked. You need to share with your friends. Like, share. Hit the notification bell. that bell. (laughs) Give us a good review on Mm, iTunes. Yes. It really helps the podcast out. It helps it.
0: I don't know how, but (laughs) that's what people say. So you know, it's true. We, for our imaginary platform that we have, we are going to share (laughs) that piece of knowledge with you.
1: We need to keep this um, on the hush hush from our kids because they would probably go crazy. What do you mean? If they knew that we're we're famous, YouTube or something. (laughs) That we're We're celebrities now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They will want to be on the podcast, too. For sure.
1: Yep. Yep, yep.
0: They're always uh, pretending now where they're like, hey, guys, I'm just out here playing with my scooter. (laughs) Like, they're pretending that they're YouTubers because that's what they watch now. So I don't know what that means um, developmentally, but that's what they're doing.
1: Yeah. Well, if, if it makes them be more creative that's not a bad thing you know what i mean no
0: no but it's just a a, a wide it's a window into the world we live in now where that's the kind of play that kids do i didn't do that when i was little i played house and just like
1: i I mean when i was little i wanted to be a teenage mutant turtle
0: yeah and see um this is what i'm scared about so then we all know how you turned out
1: yeah but you know now they (laughs) want to be youtubers and i want to be a—I not know a ninja or something yeah so it's not the worst thing, I guess. They always do that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I feel like people in the '50s, when like TVs were in everyone's home, were the same thing. Like, oh my god, they're gonna rot their brains out. Yeah. What's gonna happen to them? Yep. They're gonna watch TV all day, and you know, all the same stuff. Yeah, but you know, who knows if it is making everybody crazy? Could be, but it could, it could be whatever. Not our kids, though. Our kids are good. Our kids are perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Episode 5. What is the title of this episode?
0: I don't know. Do we title our episodes?
1: This is called Disney World. Disney World. I put. I have to put a title on it. So. Do you? Well, I will.
0: Okay. I don't know how this goes. I show up.
1: Well, you do most of the work.
0: I do none of the editing or anything.
1: Yeah. I don't do anything with but the But I screwed up a bunch of... I screwed up the last podcast, so we're gonna have to redo it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You not. won't know anything. It's fine. Yeah,
0: it's all good. We learn. We're okay, learning.
1: good. Let's <laughs> okay. go through.
0: Let's talk my about favorite it. Vision. Let's talk about it. <laughs> is this your favorite? or was last. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're favorite?
1: all my favorite. I'm, now that I think about it, because the prayer dog thing is oh, amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought you weren't allowed to say it, but you are because they know about it now. Yeah. But anyway, the
1: Disney World thing
0: is wild. But you know what? I I do appreciate when you're like excited about what I what I'm showing. Yeah. I crave that reaction from you. Like I need that. Wow. You know that's I'm crazy. Not,
1: you know I'm not. You're an expressive person. You're not,
0: to say the least.
1: But everything you say, I do take it in.
0: Sometimes in it. I feel like I'm talking to the wall. I know. And that I know. I get more of a reaction from the paint on the wall than you. Know.
1: <laughs> so it can be a challenge. And I'm sorry. Okay. I'm trying to be better. It's
0: okay. It's who you are. Um, we all have it's our who strengths. Are. It's
1: yeah. Who are. No. Don't do I that. sound really bad when they sing. Mm-hmm. I know. It's okay. Anyhow. Who looks at the heart? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Take us to Disney World. Boom. I
0: have to get into the right headspace. so okay so i was praying like this all all of it comes down to this it all all my visions they pop up most of the time because i am spending time with god although i will say this though sometimes i'll be driving and i'll see stuff and i'm like where did that come from you know yeah and investigate but most of the time it's when i'm spending time with god um and so that's what I was doing and all right so it actually all right this is exactly what happened now I'm like it's coming back to me I told somebody I was on the phone with somebody and I was telling him about the dog vision about the prayer dog and right. his mind was like freaking blown like he was like holy crap like this is the best thing I've heard in 30 years and like he's a minister like he he's actually I respect him quite a bit he's very like in tune with the Holy Spirit he like yeah. very prophetic Um, God shows himself and he's like, this is the most exciting thing I've heard in 30 years. And he was like, he's like, totally reactive to it. And I was like, wow, I'm used to fuzz, very stoic, like, wow, that's really good. You know, that's the (laughs) (laughs) reaction I get. So, like, you never know. It's just kind of like, ah, that's a neat thing that God showed me. You know, like, what yeah. do you think? He was, like, blown away. And, like, he kept going on and on. He's like, everyone, everyone needs to hear about this. Like, my yeah. guy, you know, that the this, this so-and-so that writes all these books, he, he needs to hear about this. I'm going to give him your number and he's going to call you or you're going to call him or whatever. And you got to tell him about this. And I was like, oh, my God. like And then it's like you realize what you have. I'm like, wow.
1: Well, I don't have people to give this to. I didn't know that it was like so that.
0: valuable. What do you mean?
1: Like, I don't have a guy.
0: You do. He's your guy, too. If you, I, I, No,
1: I'm saying that this person said, I got to give you my guy's oh, number. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know.
0: But, yeah, like, like, but what I'm saying is, is like. I may
1: not. I don't know. I this don't, is the difference. So, okay.
0: So, I tell you, and you're very stoic and reserved in your emotions. No, begin the prayer
1: with, dog blew my mind. And you're like, wow, that's wild. You know what it is, too? You wake up. You have 10 minutes to talk to me. I can't interrupt you because I've been burned before. You, don't, <laughs> you tell me not to interrupt you. Oh my you. God, you're such a victim. <laughs> and then you have to leave to go to work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't... No. But I get it because, like, God tells you something, you're excited, you come down, you tell me. Yeah, I want to share it. But we don't have time and you leave. So I don't You're
0: react. Okay, this is your face. Your face is... A stone face the whole time no, no expression no. no anything and then when i'm done you usually ask me is that it so then automatically i'm deflated because like yeah <laughs> well, like i, I that was the point
1: because i <laughs> want to talk now i was like and this is
0: this is and like i joke about this but this i would not be shocked if you were on the scale of
1: a certain disorder or two <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's okay. I love you the way you um, are. But... It's hard
1: to talk to you because sometimes you want input. Sometimes mm-hmm. you want silence. Yeah,
0: I'm a human being.
1: I don't know how to judge those things. You're... I don't know that's when you want That's why I think you might you be on
0: a scale or two of some kind know. of disorder. But anyway, it's fine. But this is the thing like you have to understand that when you talk to another human being, there are fluctuations in the conversations and certain yeah. expectations and yeah. responses Listen, it's I, not your strong suit. I,
1: when I hear things, right? And they blow my mind, I'm like I tell you, it was like this is blowing my mind. I was like, Wow, this is blowing my mind And then I need to digest it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like yeah. I I even like at church, when you're when you're at church, right, and you listen to a message and a message is really good and people are shouting and jumping and mm-hmm. I, I, i'll never be like that yeah and I'll i wouldn't want like you that. to be like that to be completely honest i'm not like that uh i don't know i'm quiet i like to listen because if somebody talks while the preachers saying something and i miss it i get super upset if i'm watching a movie and it's the funniest movie i i will sit there quietly but on the inside i'm like i'm really happy and i'm like i'm laughing on the inside cause, but i don't want to miss it you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to miss what's being said. I don't want to talk over it. Like, I don't want to miss a word. So I sit there quietly and I just listen really hard. I don't
0: know. It's like watching movies with the wall. The wall and I are I become know. really good I friends. It but it's be, whatever.
1: Like, on the movie thing, it has to be like a really silly movie where things don't matter. Like, I'll laugh. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But if it's something that's, like, good, I just, I I sit there quietly and I was like, it has my attention you know what i mean Mm
0: -hmm. yeah well you know you haven't learned it though like the the give and take of a conversation sometimes i feel like you could be be. a little bit more socially appropriate i don't know like you know smile at the right times react at the right times (laughs) react to the punchline to a joke that kind of thing but you're not that bad i shouldn't you're you're fine you're fine it's the way you are um, no, I, we'll never I, know. I am aware. I'm aware a- of this. <laughs> I think we'll never – you'll probably never get tested, so we'll never know for
1: sure. <laughs> I'll just suspect.
0: <laughs> but it's fine. You know, we all have our, our things. But anyway, so with that being said, I like telling this certain person my visions because it's like automatic response, automatically so excited. And you know what? You're not the only one too because – I'll tell my mom, and my mom will will really take in everything I say. Yeah. And then when I'm done, she'll be like, wow, you know, you always teach me something. That's what she'll say every time. (laughs) It's like every time you talk to me, you always teach me something. But that will be my reaction from her too. It's not like, you know. So this person I talk to is usually like more expressive um, and excitable than the two other people I tell, which is you and my mom and my dad. Yeah. And also my dad is the same thing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the German thing.
1: I am Honestly, it could be German, that. Yeah.
0: Like, you know, I come from Germans. They're all kind of Germans down there. So maybe it's uh, the stoic reserved vibe. What? You remind me of like the dog when he hears like a loud noise, like fireworks, you know, like too much loud. That's, again, maybe another indicator of um, a certain <laughs> disorder 100%. on the spectrum. But that's okay whatever anyway so that being said i told like
1: today when the kids are super loud and i'm like yeah i'm like they're being children to fa-
0: like what <laughs>
1: the play yeah you say that but when you put them to bed
0: okay but that's you're... that's a they're disobeying me it's a different
1: thing know, L- Lily was disobeying me all the time because she kept getting in my face i'm like i'm trying to watch something don't get in my face <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to listen to something stop rubbing <laughs> this balloon, balloon. <laughs> Because all I can hear is the balloon. I can't hear the television. And you're like, oh, just let them be kids. I'm like, well, being kids (laughs) is not listening.
0: No, I didn't say that. But I was like, I might have said something like that when she was like dancing. I was like, she was having fun. I was like, why don't you just let them enjoy their night?
1: We're trying to watch a movie.
0: She's crankiness. But that's okay. I do it too, though. You're right. Um, You did it too. Okay. But it's always like, it's geared around bedtime, though, because it's like, I'm yeah. done with you now. Like, you need yeah. to go to bed. <laughs> I can't yeah, take it, it anymore. it is.
1: And it's, it's funny to say that our eight-year-old and our five-year-old go to bed at seven. But if you wait until eight, they are too tired, mm-hmm. too cranky, and everything is a whine and a cry. You know what I mean?
0: And it's like that at seven and any other time. But yeah. I mean, Lily doesn't really go to sleep at 7, so she's a little older. I don't care if she
1: lays there until midnight. Yeah, I don't care. They just just have to go in their bed
0: and stay out of here. Like, we need a break. Yeah. But that's... We are loving parents. Don't get us wrong. (laughs) We do love our children. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to what we want to talk about. So I was telling this certain person about the dog, uh, prayer dog thing. He got really excited, like freaked out. And then I was like, whoa. Wait a minute. I didn't realize how like valuable what I was saying was. Like I didn't realize like yeah. He made me see like oh, it's not just something not just something God and I are fooling around with, you know. Or just yeah. I just messing around, you know, showing yeah. me this. I was like, "Wow." And he's like, "Oh, people have to hear this." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. So anyway, that whole week that like that messed with me, like that whole week. because um, I had shared it at our meeting and it was really good and whatever. And that whole week, I was like, oh, uh, what if God stops telling me now? Because, like, now I realize how valuable the things he's showing me is. Yeah. And I was like, what if he just stops, just stops just because, like, he figures out that I, like, am not, like, I don't know. Like, what if he just does it? I don't know.
1: It's funny to think that you're you're thinking, what if God figures out? something about me and he doesn't talk to me anymore well like what if he he... doesn't know you better than you know yourself you know
0: i guess but it wasn't even really that that i felt like more more or less i felt i was like what if like he just stops telling me because he wants to teach me a lesson or he wants to like make me want him more or something or like this is how he like he like plays yeah you know hide right. and seek or something you know what i mean like what i don't know i don't know why i thought that way and i recognize that that wasn't right and so that was my prayer all week i was like god why why do i perceive you like like you're gonna just be like nah that's it i gave you two cool visions and that's all you get now yeah you don't get no more you know like because i realized how valuable it was you know yeah and so i was praying about that and i was like oh, that that cannot be right I know I'm viewing God in a certain way, like the father's heart, like the father's love for me, it, it must not be right. Like I, you talk about, like people talk about like the father's love and like have a revelation of the father's love. And like, I'm like, I don't, maybe I don't know what that means because yeah. I, I think of God as like whatever. Right. So I'm praying about this and I'm praying like, you know, God, tell me what to pray because I realize there's something in me, a thought process, a perspective or something that's not right in relation to who you are, because this isn't lining up with the Bible. I don't think. And it's making me feel sad. So tell me what's wrong, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, I'm praying about that, and I start to see me as like a kid, kind of in Disney World, with Jesus as a father. You know, like Jesus, Father God, Jesus, whatever. You know, God yeah and I'm in Disney World, and I know exactly where we were because we were there with our kids like years ago, right in front of Little Mermaid's like little ride there,
1: right. We yeah. bought
0: our kid Lily um a lollipop. I mean she had it was like right there in that area, and that's where I was with Jesus. yeah, and I saw God and he had bought me the same lollipop, and he gave it to me, and I like looked it and I was like, enjoying it, and then he all of a sudden like just snatched it out of my hand, and I was like. Like, you know, sad, like was well, shocked, you know, yeah. and I was surprised and I was like, why can't I have the lollipop now? He just took it. And he was like, actually really happy about me being disappointed. Yeah. Like he was smiling at the fact that I was disappointed I didn't have that lollipop anymore. Right. And, and, and then God spoke to me. He was like, this is how you see me. um, Like a God who gives you good gifts so that I can enjoy the disappointment on your face when i take them away from you for no reason right. with no explanation wow yeah. and then i saw it again and the same scenario where where god was giving me a lollipop and then instead of him snatching it away from me i was looking at it and i was enjoying it and and like was vibing on that lollipop and jesus like god was smiling and he was like so happy and he was like he's like you see me this way but this is how i am he's like i'm a good father and i give good gifts and I give gifts for the same reason you give lollipops to your kids so that your kid, so you can enjoy your children enjoying right. the gift. And that's how I am. Yep. That's really how I am. And like the the verse it says is like, you know, even the wicked know how to give good gifts to their children, how much more the father in heaven can give good, good gifts to us, you know? Right. And um. so I was like i was like yeah like i i was praying about that i was like i don't want to view god as this like harsh mean whatever random miser that just takes lollipops for the sake of taking them yeah but like god was saying it's like no no no. i give you a good gift it's because i enjoy you enjoying it he's like that's and that's the same thing with us when we give kids stuff it's like we enjoy them enjoying it you know that's the point of giving the gifts
1: yeah
0: um and like I saw myself drop the lollipop and I was sad because I dropped in the dirt. And he's like, maybe I'll take the lollipop away if it has a dirt and crap on it because you'll go after that with the dirt <laughs> on it, you know, because yeah. you want that lollipop. Get sick. But he's like, I'll give you another one. I'll give you something better or the same or whatever, you know, and yeah. he gave me another lollipop. And, and so I was like, yeah, you know, really praying about that because I was like, why do I see you as a mean father? Like, why do I have this perception of you that is just like clearly not who you are? Yeah. And so I was praying that. And, um, I was like, show me the father's heart. Like, give me a revelation of the father's heart. Give me the revelation of father's love for me, because it's clear to me that I don't understand you and I don't see you the right way. And so I was praying that for a while. And like, I think a day or two went by and, um, I kept praying about it. And I started to see myself in Disney world. Still, we were still in Disney world and I had, i don't know like it was a disney World's always crowded there's always people in disney world and there's right. always yeah. like you gotta keep a hold of your kids because you lose them quickly you know in the crowd yeah and there was like everyone was going in one direction like you usually do you're like you're going to the right or you going you're coming from the left you know and so you're just like following all these people like yeah. moving in one direction until you go to the rides you want to go to and i had looked away from jesus like for a minute or whatever and I looked up and I thought I saw him so I started following Jesus from behind it looked like father God it looked like God and I was reminded that of this time in Sam's Club once when I was a kid I had like was with my parents and we were shopping and I had like looked over at something I was reading something like box of cheerios or something who knows
1: yeah and
0: i look up and i didn't see my parents so i'm looking for my parents and from behind i see a couple that look just like my parents so i start following this couple from behind and i follow them for like a good while until like they stopped and i saw their faces and i was like oh my god it's like i'm terrified i'm like that's not my mom and dad like i've been following (laughs) these people who look like my parents from behind But that's not my mom and dad. And so the Holy Spirit was showing me. He's like, you've been following someone that looks like me, looks like the father from behind. Yeah. But it's not the father. And so, you know, my perception of God, I was being led by this false perception of who God is. And I was just following, just following. So naturally, my prayers are like, it's so funny because we watched – Home Alone 2 last night. And the yeah. same thing happened. That's how he got lost in yeah. the airport and went on the wrong airplane. I was thinking about that. Isn't that so wild? Yeah. He, he was following – he like stopped for a second to look at his stupid little recorder thing and change his batteries. And as he looks up, he doesn't see his dad. But he sees a guy that's wearing the same stuff as his dad. And same he starts cult, following yeah. the guy into like the New York, you know, terminal or whatever instead of the yeah. Florida one. And it's like so wild, that's exactly – what I've been doing spiritually. I've been following a false father or false perception.
1: Well, mostly everybody.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so I'm praying and I'm like, all right, what false perception of God have I been following God? Like make it turn make, make this false father turn around this false God turn around, you know, whatever it is, a belief or whatever, turn around so I can see it so I can stop following it anymore. Like, I don't want to keep following this false belief you know i don't want to be led by it anymore and then i prayed for it and this like took me a while let me just say a couple days and i was praying the same thing over and over again i got nothing from it like i didn't see the face i was following i didn't i just like just saw myself following still behind someone that looked like god and i um you okay
1: just made some weird face
0: okay so um (laughs) I'm following, and it like took me a couple days. And I'm praying every day. I'm like, God, what make this thing turn around so I can see what I'm following, so I can stop following it, and then like you know, this could be over with. You could tell me what you're trying to show me, and like I can get it, and blah blah blah. Right? So I'm like praying diligently in the spirit and just like in general, but I got nowhere from it. And finally, after a couple days, the Holy like I saw the vision again, and I'm following right, but this time instead. I see that Jesus is right behind me. And although my eyes have not been on Jesus, his eyes have always been on me. And I'm being led by this false God or false perception of God. And what I began to see was Jesus is right behind me, following closely, and he kept whispering in my ear. He was like, just turn around. Just turn around and look at me. Don't, Don't worry about who you're following. Just turn around and look at me. And so... It's kind of funny because sometimes I share this and sometimes I don't, but um, I I saw like two people, two men that look like someone's from like the Blues Brothers, like they matched and they were coming directly towards me. It was like disrupting the flow of traffic so much so that it caught my eye because like it just, there were two things that were out of place. Right. And so they were moving towards me and so it, they ca- it kind of like got me to lose my my vision on the person i was following right. and follow him and as i turned around i saw jesus and i looked at jesus and i was like oh there you are you know
1: right and
0: wow. i i kept hearing is like no one comes to the father except through me right
1: yeah
0: and um it's like it was almost like the blues brother people were like the holy spirit was like like urging me or trying to get my attention to stop following this thing and turn around and look at jesus right so i did right and i kept hearing that it's like no one comes to the father except through me right And so I'm looking at Jesus and I'm like, oh, it's you. And I was like, why have I been following this person, like this wrong thing? Like, how did I get – where did I go wrong? Like, where did I lose track of you, you know? Right, yeah. And so – and I was like, I want to know – I want to know the father. I want to see the father. I want to like, that was my prayer the whole time. I was like, I want to know the father's heart for me. I want to really know God. I want to really know the father's heart and give me a revelation of that. Yeah. And so we start walking in Disney World, Jesus and I, and he starts taking me to these different rides. And so we come up on this first ride and it's a big roller coaster. And in front of it, it was almost like it's a I don't know how to describe this cuz it doesn't really make sense in the natural but he was a building but he wasn't like he was a part of the ride but he was also alive. And what I saw was is that this big roller coaster had in front of it this big fat bald guy. He looks just like Buddha. And yeah. he was sitting and he was big and I mean I would even speculate that it was Buddha but I don't know. It just looked like him, a jolly looking guy. And he was like so big, um he almost looked like a building. And um and he was in front of like he was almost like the entrance to the roller coaster. You know how they always have like a gift shop right there right. and you, like walk into the entrance. So it was a building. And um
1: This is my favorite part.
0: This this big yeah. fat guy is jolly and he had a bunch of kids climbing all over him. Like he was just playing with these kids. Like he was like throwing them around, they were laughing, everyone was having a great time. And and I was like I turned to Jesus and I was like, This are you showing me god right now like that does that can't be god (laughs) like that does not look like god to me you know like like what are you showing me like i was like who is this and jesus spoke to me and he was like just watch and so i'm watching and all of a sudden the one of the kids that were like climbing on this fat guy um (laughs) stepped on his toe and hurt him on accident and and like Within a matter of seconds, the fat man just swallowed the small kid up whole, like completely (laughs) just ate him. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. And and Jesus spoke to me and he was like, he's like, some people see God this way. Yeah. And he was like, you can go on this ride if you want to. But he said that you're always going to live with ups and downs and you're never going to feel safe. And he's like, you can go on this ride if you want to, but you're never going to feel safe. Wow, and you're always going to have ups and downs um and i was like oh well i yeah i don't want to go on that ride that is <laughs> horrifying <laughs> so Damn. we keep going right and we yeah. we come up on um like this swan ride like the swan boats like that they have at disney world you know
1: yeah
0: or least I think they do I, I don't know they have them on everything park. but like swan boats you know like it's like the love ride and um as I'm looking at the swan boats, like they're floating down the river, like really lazily and then like really relaxing and nice and stuff. And I'm looking closer at these boats. And what I could see is that the boat is meant for two. It's like, you know, meant for lovers, you know? It's yeah. like you take your girlfriend on that and you have a good time. But what I saw was like, there was one person in each boat ride. And, but the person in the boat didn't realize that there wasn't someone sitting next to them because in the middle of the boat ride was a huge mirror. Wow. And so the person sitting in the boat um, thought there was someone in the boat with them, but what they were really seeing was their own reflection, and wow. they were like super into themselves too. It's like they were making out with themselves in the mirror, like they were thinking they were with their lover. You know, um, this is insane. Yeah, what you're and I was like, Jesus, what is this ride? And he was like, This is the hyper grace ride, and he right. said, He's like, you can go on this ride if you want to, but he said you're gonna live a very lonely life because. I'm not in that boat with them. He's like, "Um, you're always going to be alone in that boat because there can only be one God and God will not contend with other gods. Um, Right. Wow. And so I was like, okay, I don't want to be in that boat. No, let's keep going. So (laughs) um, we keep going. And as we're walking, I... I kept seeing, like, a ton of roller coasters that were unfinished. Like, they were building. Like, there's always building projects at Disney World. Like, all the time. There's always under construction. Yep. And there's just tons of... Like, there was, like, two roller coasters on each side of my right and my left that were under construction and weren't fully built yet. And I was... Jesus, I was like, what are these rides? And he was like... He's like, I don't know. He's like, they're always building something. They're always building something. And so we keep going. And we come up... sense at the end. (laughs) I feel like people probably get what's happening here. <laughs> but anyway, so um as I'm walking up to the next one, I it's like the haunted mansion is like the tower of terror. And it was just like um it just looked like a haunted mansion. And it was dark and gloomy and um, you know, like an attraction. And so we're we're looking at this and what I saw was that there were people um carrying bricks on their back and they would go in and out of the factory just like almost like mindless work yeah they were just in and out in and out circling the building and going in and out and like carrying bricks like um with it almost looked like they had no other purpose it was just to move these bricks in and out in and out in a constant like the same thing over and over again and i was like okay guy what is this one and he was like this is the factory of terror yeah and he said, it's it's less of an attraction um, and more of just a factory. In factories, they always have to produce. And he said, this factory produces um, by fear. And it's like, this one thrives on works. It's like, you always have to be working. You always have to be producing because a factory always has to have good production.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you don't have good production – um. Well, the way the way that they produce is through fear. It's like you have to be producing the motivator. Is the fear. motivator is fear, and and he was like, you can go in this attraction if you want to, but he's like, I'll have to warn you, you're likely not to come back out. And I was like, why? And he was like, well, because this it's really hard to escape slavery, and he wow. said, this one makes slaves and i was like oh well i definitely do not want to go in the factory of terror at all and so we keep walking and we finally come up to where i was standing um and it was kind of desolate there was like it was like almost like a like desert land type of vibe like it was away from everyone else and um it was almost like a desert in the background with like a, a main road just through everything right and so i was standing in front of this large black tarp that was just like floating in the air and there was like nothing in front of it there was nothing in front of it and there was nothing in back of it that I could see and I was just standing in front of this tarp and there was like nothing holding the tarp up it was just floating in the air right and I'm staring at this tarp and um and I was like god what am I doing and we look in the back, and there's, like, nothing in the back. Look at the front. There's nothing There's nothing there except for this tarp in the midair. And I'm standing in front of it. So I was like, Jesus, what is happening here? Like, what am I doing? And he said – he was like, well, look again. Look again. And so I look behind the tarp again, and I see, like, this mechanical arm. It had balls on it. And he was like, this isn't so much of a traction or a ride as it is a game. He's like, theme parks always have games. Right. And it was like this ball was in this mechanical hand in that – um, Every so often, no rhyme or reason, it would just toss a ball on the other side of the tarp, and then the other person on the other side of the tarp would have to catch it. And they'd get excited because oh the the ball was thrown and I caught it and like, you know. And he was like, This is how you see God and he's like, This is where you've been standing for quite a while. And he said, This is a game that people play and wow. they think that this is what God is like. In fact, all these rides are what people think that God is like.
1: Yeah.
0: And And you stand in front of this tarp and by chance, maybe God will throw you a blessing or a word or, you know, a touch or something by chance. Um, And he said, this one is actually really cruel because it feeds off of your hope. And he said, you feed it hope and it gives you disappointment and it makes you insecure. And he said, you feel like God is inconsistent because this game is inconsistent. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just like, if you're lucky, God will talk to you. If you're good, God will do this. If you stand here long enough and dedicate yourself long enough, God will throw you a bone. And he said, this one breeds um, insecurity. Wow. You're insecure in God because you've been standing in front of this game for so long. And I was like, well, I for sure do not want to – be at this game anymore god so i was like okay so like show me show me god then like i, I want to see the real god so these are all all man-made theologies based around what we perceive god to be and we have made an attraction and we made a theme park and we've all been here and worshiped and on these rides and we've ridden them i don't want what man has made i want to know who is god i want to see god and right. i kept hearing that voice um i kept hearing that scripture it's like no one comes to the father except through me. Yeah. And um I was like god I don't get it. Like Jesus I really don't understand. And he was like, you know, I, I was like I want to so show me who god the father really is. And and he's like you've already seen him. And I was like I have. And he's like yeah, you're looking at him. You're looking at me. Right, right. And um I I still like 100% did not understand. I was like, okay, like, I know, like, you know, I get it, but I don't get it. And so I, I pulled up that verse and, uh, it's in John 14. And, um, like, this is at the like last supper situation where Jesus is talking to his disciples and, um, he's like comforting them and stuff and telling them like what to be prepared for and everything. And so like John fourteen five says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, "'I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on you do know him and have seen him.'" Philip said, "'Lord, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us.'" Jesus answered, "'Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been with among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, "'Show us the Father.'" Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. And when I read this, I was like, oh, like, I'm legit like Thomas and Philip. Like, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, finally I'm like, holy crap, okay. Yeah, it's – I'm looking at you. Yeah, like, I finally get it, you know? Yeah. And um, so – we're still in the vision. We're still moving along and we're walking into Disney World. And I was like, okay, Jesus, like I get it. I'm looking at you now, the you, like you're the father. You're it. You know, this, I don't want these other versions. I don't want anything else. Like I'm looking at you and not taking my eyes off of you. Right, yeah. And I was like, let's get out of here. Like this, Disney World really turned creepy and I (laughs) hate it now. (laughs) Like can we get out of here? And and Jesus was there eating cotton candy walking through Disney World looking happy as ever and i was like jesus like like legit can we go now like what's happening like what else do i need to see here and he was like oh he's like i love disney world i was yeah. like you do and he's like yeah he's like i i come here every day yeah. i was like you come here every day this place is horrifying like yeah. i don't want to be here another minute like what do you mean you come here every day and he was like yeah he's like i come here every day and every day i sit and I watch and I wait for someone to turn around and look at me. And he said, this gets me every time.
1: I almost cry every time you say this.
0: And he said, today was the very best day. Because today, you looked at me. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're staying in Disney World then. <laughs> 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 and, um, yeah, so... We kept going and we just, we sat with each other. We sat on the guardrails at Disney World and we were eating cotton candy together and just hanging out and just being with each other. Right. And, um, and I was like, okay, like Jesus, so like these people are all following false perceptions of you and they're riding these rides that man made and these theologies that man made and they're not looking at you and you're right here. Like what they're looking for, you're right here. Like, and they're just not seeing you. And so it's was like, I got to get these people to see you. Like, I saw you now. Now everyone else needs to see you. So, like, I'm going to, like, all right, let's do this. What do I need to do? And so I'm running around in the crowd of these people who are, like, you know, following – false fathers and just keeping and going and shuffling through yeah. and it's busy and i have like tracks in my hand and i'm like hey hey you know it's just like the newsboys everything like he here he here he, he. you know like yeah, yeah, look yeah, yeah. look at this right right here you know i'm like every you're looking for this guy he's the one right here just go look at him put your eyes on him and i'm handing out tracks and i'm like trying to get people's attention i'm like sh- you know tapping on people's shoulders and they look at me and then they like, just keep going totally fruitless and and being ignored right. completely and um and I was like, after a while, like, it was bearing no fruit. And I was like, this is just nonsense. And the whole time, Jesus was just sitting on the guardrails enjoying his cotton candy. Yeah. And so finally, I was like, I'm just, I, I'm going to go do what, go be with Jesus. I'm just going to do what Jesus is doing. So I'm sitting there on the guardrails, sitting with Jesus. And I'm like, Jesus, I don't, I don't know what we're supposed to do. And he was like, you just sit here with me. And yeah. um, I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. And he was like. The lost always are looking for someone to ask for directions. Right. And we're just sitting here and we're available. And the people who are lost and want to know the way will come and ask us for the way because right. we're visible. And I was like, oh, okay. And sure enough, you know, some lost person was like, hey, can you tell me where the, the big fat guy eats the small children? Like, you know, like yeah, <laughs> show me how to know. get to that roller coaster. And I'm like, no, man, this is the one you want just look at him. Yeah. And um I I later on like a couple like weeks later I had been praying and um I don't even know what I was praying about but it was something about like our meetings and stuff and like people coming to our meetings and whatever. Yeah. And I'm sitting there on the guardrails of Jesus I see him and all of a sudden um I see my prayer dog Going out into the crowds and like gathering people like sheep like herding them and and german wow. shepherds are shepherd Like they're meant to they herd the flock. That's actually yeah. what they were bred for um so I saw the german shepherd like hopping into the crowd and like just Herding people like sheep over to where jesus and I were wow. And 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 people started coming and they, and they were seeing jesus and they were being herded by my prayer dog and um I expected like the dog to like, you know, lead a couple people and, and, you know, that would be it. But he just kept bringing people over and kept bringing people over and kept bringing people over up to the point where the whole like walkway area was completely blocked where there's just so many people that the crowd couldn't pass anymore. And so the the crowd, there was a stop in the traffic. There was a block in the traffic, the foot traffic. It made people look and see what was going on. It made people look up and see Jesus because they were interrupted in their walk, yeah. And um, uh, like they were looking at Jesus, and it made them stop and see it. So, um, and so I thought that was pretty crazy. Um, the prayer dog like gathers the people. Yeah, our prayers and it do keeps
1: that. People from going to the weird rides yeah yeah, right. yeah.
0: well it's like if you're walking and there's like some kind of like hold up or commotion like you're like what's going on you know like I'm trying to yeah. get through and like you, you look up yeah and that's what people were doing
1: this is an amazing revelation I think because it's so us like to build these weird churches and these churches look like us or these churches have a weird God that will <laughs> eat you yeah If you don't perform or if you don't, I don't know, like, if you don't do what they want you to do, you know what I mean? So it's so weird um, to see from this perspective, like, from this vision, you have, like, all sorts of buildings. They're like traps, honestly. They're traps. Yeah. These churches. Some of the churches are traps, and they mistreat people, and... I don't know. There's just a, the hyper grace one really gets me. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because there is a movement like that. It's mm-hmm. hyper Everything's just so like... And you didn't go into details about these things because I feel like you told me more things about these things, about these churches and those rides. The hyper grace where everything goes, everything's cool, it's cool, man. Like Yeah.
0: I think like I explained them later to you like... Like, yeah. like the 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 roller coaster ride, like the ups and the downs. Like people view God as like this bipolar God that's just gonna eat them alive if they make any kind of mistake. Yeah. And so they live in fear and they just are like, you know, fear that God's just gonna like, oh, that's it. I'm gonna smite you, you know, bring you down. Yeah. You know, and you're that just all over so the place. Much sense. And then you do have the hyper grace movement where you're like it's it's an idol of self. That's an idol of self. And God does not contend with other idols. He just won't do it yeah um he's a jealous god it's not gonna happen like it's him or nobody you know um and so the whole worship of self where you can just do whatever you want that's that's a you're making an idol of self like you're you're the hyper grace movement is just like hey don't worry you know like um god's grace is sufficient for me but it's abusing god's grace um yeah because god does require sanctification um you know his yeah. kindness leads us to repentance. True. Yeah. But yeah, like there needs to be a take up your cross, a daily matter in this relationship, you know, with God. Like that's for sure. But, um, and then like the factory of terror. Um, yeah, like, hey, amen. You better work for God. You better be a slave for God. You better be producing for God. Are yep. you good for nothing? Yep. And, um, the fear that you're just, um, you're not doing enough or you're not effective enough or you're not productive enough in any kind of way. I guess these are all the same things, different words, but you know, that's, there's a fear that drives that. And then people do that in the church. It's like, Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to, we have to be producing, you know, that's not what God requires and doesn't, he's not a slave master or taskmaster. So that's a, that's a church that people, that's a theology that people subscribe to.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: And then, like, the the, the thing that I was at, like, God doesn't play games with us. He doesn't toy with us, you know? It's not by chance. It's not by, you know, I don't know, any effort of your part where you have to do a certain thing and then you wait, wait it out. Like, that's not... I thought there were, uh, I did miss this part where like with the tarp, I thought that there was more going on behind the tarp. I thought that there was a whole ride there that people were on and people were like a part of. And I thought I was being left out of it. Like God doesn't do that to us. Yeah. He doesn't leave us out. You know?
1: Yeah. It's true. And the very fact that you said, um, oh, Jesus, let's get out of here. You know, this place is creepy or whatever. And God said, no, I love this place. Yeah. Because, you know.
0: That's his church.
1: Yeah. And every now and again, someone will look at me. Today was the best day because he looked at me. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's how you know you're not making stuff up. You know what I mean? Like this is. Yeah. When God shows you his heart in the middle of like a vision you're having and this and that, it's just amazing. Yeah. And then he showed you how the prayer dog works with all those things.
0: This is insane.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. This is my favorite, I think. <laughs> it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it is. But, and then that's where we'll end it.
1: Yep. All right, everybody. We'll see you again. Adios. In the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye.